0: Welcome to the Social Lights Podcast with Kate Vandervoort, where I interview changemakers and innovators on how they connect with their tribe on social media. Brought to you by Social Mediology. Welcome, everyone, to episode 56 of the Social Lights Podcast. I am here today with Peace Mitchell. Now, Peace is an investor, international keynote speaker, co founder of the Women's Business School, and osmopreneur author and host of Best and Brightest podcast, the Australian ambassador for women in tech and a Forbes.com business expert. Peace has a community of over 50,000 women and believes that investing in women in purpose-led business is the number one way to change the world. I love that. Um, Her new book, The Women Changing the World, will be out in December 2021. So welcome, Peace. It is wonderful to have you here today. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm, I'm really delighted to be here. Wonderful. So, I always start by asking, Peace, what is it that lights you up and gets you out of bed in the morning?
1: Oh my gosh, I guess there's so much that lights me up. I love what I do, and I'm inspired every day by the incredible women that we work with women running businesses, starting businesses, scaling businesses, and women who are really passionate about making a difference
0: through the work that they do in their business. And that's so true. I'm in your community, one of your communities, and I see how passionate you are about that. And it absolutely clearly gets you out of bed in the morning. Um, So tell us a little bit about your journey. You've got a few projects that you're, a few businesses that you're involved in, but tell us a bit about your journey to how you got to where you are now. Well, I
1: started out my career as a primary school teacher. I actually have a degree in education specializing in primary and I loved being a teacher I loved being around kids but when it came time for me to start my family I have four children when my first son was born I just felt really torn I wanted to be at home and experience motherhood and be there for all of those first moments learning to walk and all of the things that they do in their first year but I also wanted to be teaching and I didn't want to let go of my career and so I struggled with that for a number of years of working out how I was going to work, make it all work. And I realised that online business was going to be the answer to find a way that I could work at home and still be at home with my children, but also be able to pursue my professional career and ambitions and bring to life all of my ideas and dreams and follow my calling. And so, yeah, I started a number of businesses that didn't get off the ground and my sister also had started a couple of businesses and what we realized was that our businesses failed because we lack the connections that you need to succeed in business I'd started a fashion business with no prior experience in the fashion industry and no contacts in the fashion industry so I, that business never got off the ground I tried to get samples from China but I didn't know who to ask for a recommendation so I just kind of Googled manufacturing in China and the samples were terrible. And so I had to let that business go. And I found it really isolating as well. I live in a tiny little town. It's called Innisfail. It has a population of about 8,000. And there was no one else at the time when I was trying to get my online business off the ground running e commerce stores or online businesses. And so there was no one to ask for help around that either. But what Katie and I realized was that there were other women like us. They just didn't live in our town. They were all over the place. And that if we created a community where we could all come together, we could create a space where women would feel welcomed and included and supported and a place where they could ask questions and advice and a place where they could get the connections they need to grow and scale their business. And so that's how it all really began, as an idea to bring women together to support and uplift them and provide them with the connections they need to succeed.
0: I'm always fascinated to know whether the community kind of came first and then the business came out of that or whether it's vice versa because generally it happens one way or another. And I love that the best businesses and the best communities always come out of someone had their own need that needed fulfilling and set about to find other people in that way. So when did you know that you had a community or that you, you know, did you kind of have a point where it was like, oh, there's actually something here and let's take the next step around that?
1: Uh, I think, yeah, we had our community, but getting a
0: solid financial model
1: was (laughs) a different thing. So having the people and bringing them together, that was kind of the easy part. And we've always grown organically. We've been holding the Osmo Entrepreneur Award since 2009. And that's been an incredible way to really, take our reach further and like amplify our reach because everyone's sharing about it, all the finalists and the, we do people stress voting. So they're asking for votes and people are seeing our name coming up again and again. And that really grew our brand over time. And then, yes, but then tweaking the business model to make it a a financial model, a solid financial model has been a, a really, an evolution. And it's been a lot of, you know, listening to the market, trying things, seeing what works and letting go of ideas that we love, but that the market aren't that into. And so that's been a really interesting journey as well. And I think entrepreneurs have to be prepared to take risks, to fail, to pivot when you need to. And it's been, yeah, it's been a really interesting evolution. Uh, And it's interesting, we now have the Women's Business School, which we launched in 2016, so I'm back in the classroom teaching but online, and people think, oh, well, you were a teacher and now you've got this online school, well, that's easy. But the road to get from there to there, (laughs) there's about 10 years in between that, between, like, 2006 when I left teaching to 2016 when we launched the Women's Business School, and so much happened in that
0: time to get, get us to where we are today. So... It's been an adult education is very different to a kid's classroom. (laughs) (laughs) Although some of us are doing that that now with business at home and home learning. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so I know I read in your bio around women being the number one way to change the world. Why do you believe that investing in women is the way to do that? I really believe that women are the world's greatest untapped resource.
1: You know, we're 50% of the population, but so many women are being held back for one reason or another. And often it's their own self-confidence. You know, they're not confident enough to take a risk and follow their ideas and, and live up to their full potential. And I think if we could encourage and support those women to be everything that they want to be and know that they can be, it, it could be incredible. Women really, I believe, see the world through a completely different lens. You know, thousands of years of nurturing and caring for others means that we approach things in a different way than than typically a man would. And I think it flows through to business, the way that women look after their customers, the way that they look after their staff, the way that they solve problems, you know, it's really interesting, and I do believe that women hold the key to and you know unlocking and solving the problems that the world's facing. Everything you know from leadership, and we've seen that with Jacinda Ardern and incredible women leaders at the moment. And health, there's women in you know doing all kinds of incredible things. Women in tech, the way that women approach AI and things like that is very different to a male approach. And the same goes for business. And so I think if we could invest in women and give them the support to really get their ideas off the ground, we would see big changes happening in the world. And, you know, from an investment perspective, globally women receive less than 3% of venture capital funding. It's, it's just ridiculous. We should be getting 50% because all the stats show that women, when you invest in a woman's business, she actually has a better return on investment. She's more likely to be successful and bring in more money Um, And so I really believe that investing in women is the number one way
0: to change the world. I love that. And it's one of the things I love so much about social media and online communities because I'm in a lot of digital marketing networks that are very male-dominated and the way they talk about using social media marketing is completely different to the way that women see that structure. And I think communities, you know, your women's business tribe, communities like that where social media just provides the vessel or the the home, if you like, for women to connect around their biggest challenges and pain points. And one of the things that I see so much happen in social media and these online communities is women taking inspiration from other women who've broken out, you know, staked their claims, staked their place in the world. And... A lot of that is, just would not be possible without social media and these online communities. So, you know, I love that the technology is available now to really support women to come together around doing that as well.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, the technology that, that we have available to us just didn't exist in my grandmother's time. You know, there's things that I do um, pre-COVID. I was flying all around the world, flying to Paris and speaking, London, New York, Portugal. We had an event that was hosted by the Australian Ambassador to Portugal where we were the VIP guests. And those kind of opportunities just don't exist, didn't exist 100 years ago. (laughs) They don't exist (laughs) now either. (laughs) And they don't exist now, but they will again in the future. But the fact that we're able to, run our businesses from home alongside our children. They didn't have those kind of opportunities in the way that we do today. It it is an exciting time
0: to be alive and to be an entrepreneur, I believe. And I remember back in the early days, you know, platforms like Kiva, which were all about micro investing in women. I just think we've got So many more, that was one of the early days, you know, of moving into this space. But now, and I love this concept of human to human marketing or customer to customer marketing. And I think that's where community really plays a role. And what you've done so beautifully, and I talk about this a lot with our clients, is how do you get yourself out of the middle of the conversation so that your community can actually engage with each other? Because that's when you really start to see the benefits of that. So when you look at your business, what role does community play? Like where does that sit in the business? How important is that? How do you measure whether that has any impact on your business? There's a few questions in there.
1: There's a lot of questions in there. I think community is at the heart of everything we do. And our vision has always been to create a circular community where the women who are starting out, can get support and encouragement from the women who have more experience. And then as those women, you know, we take them on the journey. They come on the journey with us. And then next thing you know, they're giving back to the next lot of entrepreneurs who are coming through, the new women who have just starting new businesses. And so it's all about working together and collaborating and connection. And I think that women are just naturally good at communication and supporting each other. The generosity that we see within our community is incredible just women going out of their way to help each other and really caring about each other and, you know, the philosophy we rise by lifting others, that's so important. It's a huge key to building community, I believe.
0: And so just following on from that, you've got a TED Talk about the connection economy. So why is connection and reciprocity so important for business?
1: I think connection is everything
0: you know, success isn't just about how much money you make or whether you're
1: famous or whether you drive a great car. It's about the relationships you build as well. And the connections that you have open the door to new experiences and opportunities. And it's incredible, the magic that happens through connection. I just, I get excited about possibilities and you never know when you're going to meet someone new and that person's going to play a huge part in your life or become a a lifelong friend and so yeah and reciprocity the law of reciprocity is something I talk about in my TED talk and that's the idea that you know when you're kind to others that kindness will be returned to you not necessarily by the same person or even anytime soon but the law of reciprocity states that when you do something generous, that generosity will be returned to you and often in a greater value than than the initial offering that you gave.
0: And so when you look at your community, because I see that on a daily basis in your community, you know, people ask a question and there's such generosity in the responses. And, you know, some of the women's groups, and I think that they are quite distinct, it is a male, female Thing You know, some of the women's groups, they literally can make or break businesses in terms of, you know, for people who are being vulnerable and authentic and genuine in their connection with others in the group, Um, just by asking simple questions, I've seen phenomenal things happen with people's businesses and the attention and the support that they receive around that. When you look at your community, what are some of the strategies that you have in place to, I guess, um, grow and maintain that culture? Because you're very clear about the culture in that group, which is key to any community Mm. survival. Um, What are some of the strategies that you have in place around that? So I think from day one we've had organic growth and that's been huge, I think, for
1: us and the way that our community has developed because we really, had a strong vision for the kind of community we wanted to create and the culture we wanted to create. So my sister and I had actually been, we'd run a non-profit organisation in our local community first and we'd wanted to change things and work with the local government to make changes locally and we found the whole process so frustrating that we just gave up on lobbying the mayor and created our own online community, a place where You know, you'd feel happy and everybody was kind to each other, and you weren't butting your heads up, head up against the wall. And yeah, it was encouraging and uplifting and a nice place to be. And so that was the kind of community we wanted to create that had that vibe that let's all work together and help each other and support each other and cheer each other on. And you know, when one of us does well, we all do well. So let's celebrate each other. It's not about competition or rivalry or jealousy or any of those we didn't want any of that in there or negativity we don't want people giving like um mean comments or any of that and so from the earliest days that was kind of the tone we set for the community and I noticed when I go into other women's groups some groups kind of allow a different kind of behavior so like they'll swear or they'll give really honest but quite rude feedback to each other. And it just gives off a negative vibe, but we never wanted that. We always wanted to have a positive vibe where everybody felt welcome. And a huge part of our strategy in the last few years has been to really focus on diversity and inclusion and making sure that women from women of colour, First Nation women, disabled women, LGBTQ plus women, that everybody felt safe supported in our group no matter who you were what you look like where you came from any differences that you had, and so that's something we've consciously taken steps to do within our community and our culture
0: and have you empowered community members to step up into other roles within your community yeah
1: we have so through the osmopreneur awards we do that so we will approach previous winners of the awards from previous years to come back and join us as judges and that's actually happening next week for us. So we get to see old friends and familiar faces of previous winners who are now giving back to the community through being part of that judging process and selecting the next lot of winners for this year. We also do that through the Women's Business School. We have a whole team of mentors who do one-on-one mentoring with the Women's Business School students and we have guest experts who come in as well as industry experts and they're uh, women from within our community, often they're previous winners or graduates of the program as well, and the teachers within the Women's Business School as well. So, yeah, we do have a number of those kind of roles within the community where people are able to support us in all kinds of different ways and connect with each other in different ways too.
0: And what about in your Facebook group? Do you have a structure there where or is it falling largely on your shoulders or, or your team? Um, we
1: have our team. So our team approves all of the posts, make sure there's no spam in there, approves every single member. We read all their information to find out who they are and what they're up to. And, yeah, we do a lot of that
0: um, as a team. I think that level of consciousness is, is clearly what creates the community because if you, um, yes, I, I think that's an evolution for a lot of communities is figuring out the right balance between being really closed and, and niche or exclusive um, mm. but being more open but also having a culture that really maintains the integrity and the, the values, I guess, of your organisation.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's really important, you know, as I was speaking before about um diversity and inclusion you have to be really careful about the kind of posts that you allow to go through and because we have created such a beautiful community we don't get a lot of negative posts being put up anyhow Uh, but i but occasionally we do and we just remove that member from the group altogether so i think it's and that's important if we had people just posting whatever they wanted any time, that would change the the tone of the group too.
0: And I think knowing who your community is not for is just as valuable as knowing who your community is for. It's a really, really great point. Um, What role does social media play in your business as distinct to the community? Um, And how do you differentiate between kind of straight social media marketing and your social media communities?
1: That's an interesting question. I mean, our business has completely grown through social media. We're an online business. We do hold in-person events, but our members are all over Australia, and we've always connected through social media. Facebook's been massive for our brands. It's how we we started our business back in two thousand and nine, just before Facebook went mainstream, and. Yeah, that's where the majority of our audience is. We now also have a platform on LinkedIn and Instagram. And that's how, they all are our community, like our people are. At, some of our people are at LinkedIn, some are at Instagram, some are at Facebook. And so social media is, you know, it's just another way to talk to our people. It's a channel for communication and connection.
0: Hmm. And If you were talking to a smaller business or someone who was wanting to start a community that supports their business, or let me put that a different way, wanting to start a community where they can better serve their customers or serve who it is that they're wanting to connect with, what advice would you give them? What's most important when they're thinking about getting started? I think
1: using video and ways that you can really connect with your people is really important and I think it's something I probably need to do more of um, because it is a way that people can connect with you and get to know you as a person and that people connect to your story and to the way you do things and talk about things and so videos are a really incredible and important way to promote your brand and to build community and to let people know who you are
0: And how do you use, so do you educate your community on how to do that sort of thing better so that they're doing that both within your community and in their own communities? Is that one of your strategies?
1: Yeah, we we use, through the Women's Business School programs, we do a whole marketing module and part of that is using video. Another strategy that we use is writing PR um, articles and things like that as well, just different ways to educate people about who you are and connect and resonate with different people.
0: Well, I think that's one of the things you do beautifully through the awards too, is you're really teaching women how to take the stage and take their platform and share their story in a really genuine and authentic way. So teaching them how to do that um, grows your community, but helps them to grow theirs as well. It's a a nice reciprocity.
1: Yeah. Thank you. I think so, so often women, hold themselves back. They'll hide behind the logo and try and let their products speak for themselves. But actually you do need to get out there and, and show your face and do stories in the media and, and talk about yourself and what your vision is for your business and what you're doing and why you do what you do. And those are the kinds of things that will attract your customers to you. And the awards is a really great platform for that, for, you know, putting people out on that, you know, out in the spotlight and giving them an opportunity to tell their story.
0: Yeah, we always talk about, you know, people don't really care about the style guide and the brand and the logo. And it's the human that's in the business that sets you apart from your competitors. So I love that that's that's what you're teaching as well. So I always like to ask as we're wrapping up, where's your favourite community? So aside from what gets you out of bed in the morning and you love, where's your, um, you know, where do you you top yourself up? Where's your favourite community online?
1: I'm part of so many networks and communities that I'm really passionate about the women in tech community. It's a global brand. I'm the Australian ambassador, and I'm really excited about connecting with women all over the world and hearing about what's happening in Paris or in Africa or in the US and and what they're doing, how they're approaching and solving problems, how they're running virtual events, for example, the projects that they're working on. And I think there's so much that we can learn from connecting with women in other countries. But there's also things that we can give as well. It's that reciprocity again of working together. And, you know, the women in tech movement's all about moving the needle on gender equality. And so working together as a global sisterhood to really make that impact is something that I get excited
0: about. Yeah, wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Peace, for being here today and and sharing so generously about the community that you're growing and activating. Is there anything else you'd like to share as we? wrap up and where would you like people most to connect with you
1: Uh, well people can find me on linkedin as peace mitchell but we're at uh instagram and facebook as the women's business school and as osmanpreneur and of course our facebook group the women's business
0: collective
1: uh, as well
0: Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Peace, and good luck with your awards. I know the next few weeks we'll be seeing a lot of of your finalists very actively out there sharing their businesses with the world. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful being here today. Thank you for joining us on the Social Lights podcast produced by Social Mediology. You can connect with us on Facebook at Social Lights Podcast, and you can find today's show notes and more episodes at socialmediology.com.au forward slash Lights. Please subscribe in your favorite podcast platform to receive future episodes and share with your tribe to inspire others to action.